pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. I mean, Hank's important, but I mean, I think it was everyone all across the board. I don't think it's just one individual. It was a group effort. Hand off to Cook on first down. Bounces out to the left. There is nobody there. When I tell you this is the worst job of a team setting the edge on mostly on their defensive right, but not exclusively. I, I just don't know when they've been this bad. You know, we got to get better on the road. So we got to be road warriors throughout the playoffs now um, because of this. So it doesn't matter unless we get better on the road. It's the war room on the Blitz. What the hell's going on out here? Cowboys, Texans, Eagles, Niners, the NFC East. If they're playing for the Super Bowl, then you'll hear about them right here. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about Playoffs? You kidding me? This is the War Room. You want to crown them? Then crown their ass. On 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. They are who we thought they were. Here's the Blitz's Jason and Joe. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Reinagel. I'm Jason Minnix. Going to 6.30 tonight as we get you ready for Monday Night Football. Eagles and Seahawks here on 94.1. Brought to you by Flight by Yingling. We know Geno Smith is active tonight. We don't know if he will start. We know Jalen Hurts will play tonight. We know the Cowboys laid an egg yesterday up in Buffalo as they got bullied by the Bills. Let's talk about it with Clarence Hill of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram joining us now on the Buyers Barricades guest line. I guess you survived Buffalo far better than the Cowboys did. Oh, my God. It was like, you know, it's crazy because you think of going to Buffalo and it's going to be cold. And it's going to be a horrible day. And, you know, and it wasn't cold, but, you know, it was forecast of rain and wind. And and then you get the kickoff, and there's no rain. And it's 40 degrees. It's a beautiful day. Seems like the gods and things are working out right for the cow for them to have a good day and not blame it on, you know, the weather and mucky and another, another uh, you know, a yucky game which they can't win in and, you know, what we thought, you know, would be a good scenario, a good environment where the Cowboys turned out to be one horrible day at the office. It was just a no-show performance, and it's so many times this happens on the road. Uh, you go back, harking back to certainly the Arizona game and the San Francisco game before this, this run was seven or eight wins, seven wins in eight games before uh, yesterday's no-show lay. And the thing about the Cowboys is when they don't show up, when they don't play well, it's not the offense. It's not just Dak. It's everybody, the defense, the special team, the coaches. They don't show up completely. Clarence, i got to ask you this, though, it, and I know you'll tell me the truth, my friend. Uh, Cowboy yeah. fans that we have around here, and I'm seeing some comments on our YouTube page. I've heard some other ones. that They were sick, so that, yeah, the Cowboys were all sick, didn't have the energy. They didn't give a damn about this game because they had clinched the playoff spot already. Uh, it's excuse after excuse after excuse. Uh, do you buy any of that? No, 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 because it's, it's 
you know, this, these are the games you got to win to to make the playoffs. And and what the truth is, the Cowboys didn't know anything about them make them making the playoffs. They didn't know that you know that they ended that those games that clinched the playoffs. They were on the field getting ready to play. They did not know those scenarios. Only scenario they know and were focused on was if they beat the Bills, they made the playoffs. There was fourteen other scenarios. You didn't think those players they they knew those other fourteen scenarios before the game. They weren't focused on that. No, they didn't know anything about that. And, some of them were sick, but that had nothing to do with anything. I mean, you know, they played well before. Michael was sick last week and, then, you know, had a sack and, then, and made an impact. Dak was sick after doing the Seattle game and had one of his better games. You know, that that, that was not the excuse. And, and, and it'd be different if that was a, 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 a one-game scenario. But when you go back to San Francisco, you go back to Arizona, it is not about being sick that day. It's about – this is who you are on the road, and the Cowboys themselves are at a loss of words why they don't play the same way at home as they do on the road. And the, and the facts are they have no answers for it. That, that's the most troubling part about it is you ask, they cannot explain it. They can't say what they do. There's the same guys. Mike McCarthy talked about it. Uh, uh, Michael Parsons said, it, you know, it, it's mind-boggling. You know, he, he he can't figure it out. You know, they all said the same. We're going to go and figure it out. We're going to go. We're going to, how are you going to find out when you, you have no answers? And you play at Miami this week, and you got Detroit in another game against uh, Washington on the road. But in the playoffs, because of those losses on the, on the road, you most likely will have to go on the road in the playoffs if you have any hopes of getting to the Super Bowl. If you play like you do on the road right now, you have no chance in the playoffs. None at all. And, you know, the, the thing that was frustrating – watching yesterday and we've seen the Cowboys get bullied before we know that more physical teams are going to dominate this group but it kind of felt like they they were mentally not strong enough because all the bad happened to them early in the game and they still couldn't figure it out to all right take it in stride weather the storm and then try to turn things around when I hear Micah Parsons after the game say the whole thing changed when Demarcus Lawrence got that penalty that penalty, yeah, that was a costly penalty, and that was three points that turned into seven, but that shouldn't have been the reason you lost the game. No, it, you know, that should have been, and then you add in the the uh, the the running into the kicker, the the, 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 you know, the roughing the kicker punter penalty that, again, they were off the field. You know, you, you do that. You know, the, 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 the Marcus Lawrence penalty, you know, the, you, they're off the field, you know, with just at least a three-point try. And, and those were different in the game. But, you know, going back to the uh, – it, it's funny. It's a window into the Cowboys' locker room and, and the coaching staff. You know, on the Sam Williams roughing the penalty, kicker penalty, that was John Foster going rogue. You know, and, and you know, he didn't tell Mike McCarthy he was putting that one-man block on. Okay? And he got chewed out on the sideline, got chewed out of the game. That's what I call a mate. And you can say – Sam Williams made a great play, athletic play. He's athletic. He was there. He almost had the block. But the Cowboys had a return on, uh, and it was a one-man block. And, yes, Sam Williams is athletic, but Sam Williams is also one of the most undisciplined players on the team. He's had more personal foul penalties than anybody since he showed up. And you're trusting him in a situation like that. Yes, potentially could have been a game-changer for the Cowboys, but it was, was a game-changer for the other team, and it Ended with another touchdown and a fourteen, you know, oh, oh, fourteen to zero deficit. But th- that's just part of you know what is going on with this team and what's going on with this team on the road. Yeah, I, I, what concerns me the most, Clarence, and and especially with the running backs that the Cowboys have 
to look at in the upcoming weeks. That that run defense was just awful. And it wasn't just up the middle uh, with Hankins being out. They were running and doing whatever they wanted to do. That has got to be a real concern for this Cowboys team. Yeah, they they didn't set the edge well. And, and you know, it's more than just the edge. Mike McCarthy, they made plays. He They missed tackles up the middle. Certainly, uh, Hankins, you know, you draft Mozzie Smith to be, uh, to be a first-round pick. You know, to be a one step up the middle, and he, he basically has been very disappointing. We don't really want to call him a bust yet, but I don't think anybody expects their first-round pick to, to have the type of little impact that, that Mozzie Smith has had. You know, you pass on a lot of great other players and other positions could have helped you, and, and, and this guy comes in, and we're acting like Jonathan Hankins is, is – is V to V or something like that? I mean, you know. Yeah, a guy called earlier. I that guy should get forty million yeah, a year. We exactly. missed probably I mean, that yeah, much. He, 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 you know, he got he basically was given away by the Raiders last year. I mean, he's a solid player, run stuff, but he's not V to V in the middle up there. Oh, like that. It's he's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, and but let's be honest about it. You know, because you know we 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 poke at Dak and we poke at Mike McCarthy. Well, it's time for for Dan Quinn and his scheme to get some heat. Well, absolutely. I mean, because this is two and three. I mean, they got away with one in Seattle. They didn't play well. They hadn't allowed a hundred yard rusher until yesterday, and Cook did that in the in the in the first half. And I question how that man counts missed tackles because I saw where he said today that the Cowboys only missed twelve tackles. It it (laughs) felt like they missed twelve tackles on each drive. Or, or, Or some of those tackles where they were just pushing them and bullying them for for five or six extra yards. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a scheme. They they play those small linebackers. They want Mike to rush, and they they just get run over. And time and time again, yesterday, Buffalo would go to a one oriented say with an extra offensive lineman, and Cowboys are countering with with a nickel defense. They already got a two hundred five pound linebacker, you know, in Marquise Bell. They're small up front. They're small at linebacker. It was bully ball. You add in the bully ball up front with the lineman to one of the fastest, you know, running backs of the game, they can't touch him when he's in space. It just was, it, it just was uh, it, again, that's a scheme issue. And they don't want to really – no one wants to say that about Dan Quinn because he's the greatest defense coordinator ever. But this is a defensive – these are scheme issues. Well, and, and somebody brought up a point today, Clarence, and I can't remember who it was, but I thought it was a pretty good one that, look, if, if, if they're not throwing the football, you're wasting Micah Parsons – by rushing the passer. I mean, do you expect them maybe to move him around a little bit, maybe play a little more traditional linebacker uh, in the next few well, ball games? They they thought about that, but I don't know, even at the middle linebacker, how great Micah has been stopping the run. I mean, what he does best is rush the passer. If you look at the numbers, he's not one of the top. He, when he's played middle linebacker, he's not you know been a difference maker there. He's at his best getting to the quarterback, but heck, they threw the ball 15 times. They completed seven passes. <laughs> they, they basically did what, what Michigan did. They ran. It's just ran the ball. We're not going to throw the ball. We'll run the ball. You know, it, it, it's crazy. And the Cowboys could do nothing to stop them. But, yeah, you, you've got to. And that's one reason why the Cowboys were looking at Shaq Leonard. You know, and they wanted Shaq Leonard. But, well, he, he's, you know, he's not what he used to be. He's still bigger. You know, they need size. They're, they're too small in linebacker. We love what Marquise Bell has done and how he's played. But he's, he's, he's 208 pounds. You know, that's going to get you beat on the road, in the playoffs. You, you, you see what happened here. If they have to go back up to, to uh, San Francisco in the playoffs, how are they going to stop, you know, that physical rushing attack with these small linebackers? Yeah, it's, it's going to be a problem. And, and look, they, it's, it's one thing to go on the road and lose to Buffalo. It's another to get embarrassed. And all the heat that they're going to take this week 
from the national media, the local media, uh, the fans, the haters. You know, the Cow- the Cowboys have certainly earned it this week. How do you expect them to respond? Uh, watching today, you asked Mike McCarthy, is he a burn the tape guy? And he said, no, sometimes it's, it's harder to handle success. Was yesterday a byproduct of them not handling success over the last couple of weeks with the MVP talk and a chance at winning the NFC East? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't buy that because again, you go back to San Francisco. We've seen this this egg been laid before, you know, on the road. You know, they just don't play as well. The, the numbers are just so stark in, in contrast to to what they've done. The good news is the Cowboys do have a history of bouncing back. You know, I, I think it goes back to 2001. The Cowboys have not had back to back losses. You know, they bounce back. They you lose a game, they win the next game. Well, this is the toughest bounce back they've ever had to face going from Buffalo to Miami. Two playoff teams, two teams with, you know, these high-octane offenses. You know, I, the Cowboys are going to be hard-pressed to avoid a two-game losing streak in Miami. You know, based on the tape they put out, based on, yeah, Miami's going to probably just try to do some of the similar things uh, that the Buffalo did, especially with, with the speed they have at running back and, and getting to the edge and outside. So, uh, this will this will be a, a again a a bow up game for the Cowboys. Show me what you, who you really are because it's going to be tough for them to avoid a two game losing streak in Miami. It's going to be interesting. And if I were you, Clarence, I'd tell your boss you need to go to Miami on Thursday. Uh, maybe talk to some former Cowboys, do a little bit more recon on what the Cowboys are walking into. I think you earned that after a trip to Buffalo. I. I Ordinarily, I would I would agree with you, and and the the, the problem here is the Super Bowl. I mean, it's, it's Christmas week. I got my family coming <laughs> down. Everybody, that's the bad thing about it. You know, when you you know in this business, you know the game is on Christmas Eve, and everybody's gonna be in my house. And my sisters come in, my daughters come in from DC, my youngest daughter's in from college, and I have to leave. So I couldn't. Now, if I could take them all with me, and I can't afford to do that. That'd be one thing. <laughs> but uh, it it, it kind of sucks having to go down to Miami on Christmas Eve. Well, of course. I won't mind it while I'm there, the weather and, you know, some of the sights I'll be seeing, mm-hmm. but I'd rather be here with my family. I, it, look, I, 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 I hear y'all, though. You know, Joe's got five daughters. I got one. College kids come home, man. They don't hang out with dad. They're going to find their friends, man. They're not going to miss you while you're down in Miami. I, no as long as you leave the credit family. card, they're, gonna, they're not going to miss <laughs> you. <laughs> I, I, I hear you. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you when you're right. Good stuff. Clarence Hill, always appreciate it, man. Enjoy uh, enjoy everything coming this week. I know next Monday we're off because it is Christmas. Have a good trip down to Miami. Merry Christmas, Merry my Christmas. friend. Merry Christmas. I appreciate you guys. Clarence Hill, Jr., the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. On the Buyer's Barricades guest line where they provide traffic control rental and sales for San Antonio and beyond. Online at buyersbarricades.com. We've got some tickets to give away to go see Bad Religion and Social Distortion. Wow. They're going to be playing at the Boeing uh, Center, the Techport Center, on April 19th. That's going to be a hell of a show. If you don't win the tickets, you can buy them (laughs) at LiveNation.com. Social Distortion will be crystal clear Uh there at the Techport Center. Bad Religion, that's fantastic. You want those tickets? Caller 9 right now, 210-656-ESPN, 656-3776.